0: Welcome to the GSD Factor Podcast Season 2 with your host, Misha Blameyer farish Hello, GSD Factor Podcast listeners. I'm your host, Misha Blameyer farish And today, I'm honored to have Melanie Huss. We are going to be talking about be inquisitive. So our definition for be inquisitive is the capacity to always be learning, ever the students of life, To walk in humility, knowing that you are not the smartest person in the room, but you know how to mobilize the right team and people to ensure that you are open to the fullness of life. Melanie is a gsd -er, and she lives out this attribute of being inquisitive day in and day out. Mel, thanks so much for being with us today.
1: Well, thank you, Misha. I'm really excited to be here, too. So, Mel, why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. So... I am Mel Husk, and I am the founder of Mel Consulting Co. We are an independent, fee-only, boutique financial planning firm. Um, My mission is to educate and empower women on how to create wealth and get their finances in order. The reason I started doing this and to kind of kick off why it's important to be inquisitive is back in high school when my parents got divorced, my mom was left financially devastated, and so... As I was starting college, I took it upon myself to make helping her get back on her own two feet and making, you know, finances basically be my education so that I can move forward in helping others in the future. So we have, we, and I say we, it's just me. (laughs) Uh, I've been in business now for a little over five years. had the pleasure of working for some of the best names on Wall Street. So I do come with over 20 years of experience and again, very excited to be here today. Thank you for having me.
0: Thank you, Mel, and thank you for starting to share your story, and I know we're going to get into that a little bit here in a moment, but what I'd love for the GSD Factor podcast listeners to hear about is what does being inquisitive mean to you?
1: That's a really great question, Misha, and like I said, it's something that I've always had just a natural curiosity as the person that I am. So I I do think there is something to be said about that. But in addition, along the way, I think I've learned uh, one of the big mantras that we had at Goldman Sachs was that if you're not growing, you're dying. And really what that meant was that you should always be making yourself a better person through education and empowerment. So for me, I think that means simple things that you can do in your life, Uh, maybe schedule some time once a week to read a book. Take a class, listen to a podcast such as this one. And it's really important to make this a priority because, you know, again, if you're not growing, you're dying, and it's really important to uh, be making yourself a better person along the way.
0: That's so good, Mel. And I really appreciate you know that empowerment component and being sure that we are feeding ourselves, right? Feeding ourselves on a daily basis, on a weekly basis. So maybe talk to our audience of listeners a little bit about more, some of the offerings that you provide, especially to women in the finance space.
1: Absolutely. So like I said, it's my mission to educate and empower badass ladies on how to create wealth and I do that in a couple different ways. First and foremost, um, I do provide financial planning. So there is the option for one-on-one coaching. Uh, I also act as a portfolio manager to you know a handful of my clients as well, and I manage their investments. But really the thing that I put together um, as a way to be inquisitive, and, and I guess I should say that where it came from, is being in Wall Street, which is a very old school mentality of how things should be done. Um, I was inquisitive as to why we weren't pushing the envelope and making changes. And what I mean by that is, you know, unless you have $250,000 to invest typically a financial advisor or planner is not even going to look at you. Right. And so there's this opportunity for people that are just either starting out in their careers or are, you know, in the middle of their careers that need to learn the basics. And and frankly, it boggles my mind that it's not something that's taught in high school uh, or even in college, because for that matter, money is, you know, besides family is probably the most important thing. I mean, we all either go to college or further our schooling in a trade school uh, in order to create an income (laughs) and we work so hard for it, right? And many times we aren't taught how to handle it or what to do with it. And me included, you know, I grew up not having a whole lot of money. My parents were fairly broke. And so there was no education because there was no money to really educate me upon other than go get a job. You're on your own type of thing. So, you know, I think it's really important that when it comes to money, that you make it a priority. We spend so much time watching Netflix and going down the rabbit hole with celebrities and what's going on in their worlds, but how often do we make time to read or learn something about. Financial instruments, financial tools, that we should be aware of. And I think one of the things you said earlier in our conversation it was like, well, when you're in a room, you know, you don't have to be the specialist about everything. But you know, at the same token, if you're in a room full of men, or in just in general, people are talking about investments in the markets, and you know, the Dow dropped 300 points. You, you should probably know what that means. And you know, you don't need to know the major in-depth technical terminology and how it works. But, you know, there's certain aspects of finances, personal finances that I think everyone should have some sort of a level of education and knowledge about.
0: I completely agree. And I love the points that you're bringing up. And, you know, my parents sent me to kind of to a financial planning education series after right after high school, right, because uh, they wanted to be sure that I had just some of those basics understandings and knowledge, right? And Mm -hmm. didn't mean it it was exactly the program that I may or may not have fallen, uh, that I may have followed, but to just be able to be aware of the different types of things that you can do and the different uh, and what various things mean, I think was really beneficial. And so then it actually opened up that door for me to go and start to explore other, you know, financial planners and other people and other perspectives and other philosophies and prescriptive ways. And uh, I really appreciate that, that my parents said, listen, right after high school, you need to have, you know, have an understanding of these things. And I think when you talk about having that knowledge, when you're in those interactions, right, again, my dad was big on like, we were a huge sports family, but he was big on like, in the business world, you, you know, I want you to have your sports knowledge and I want you to be able to play golf because that's mm-hmm. where a lot of the business happens. Right? right. And so I think it's the same thing with this financial conversation is, um, have enough information so you can join the conversation. Right. And the number of times that uh, men would look at me and be like, Oh, you can actually join this dialogue. Right. I think <laughs> it's really important. And as a mom of both a son and a daughter. Uh, You know, I'm already imparting that concept of money and savings and what it means, uh, and giving even right into Mm -hmm. into you know into the kids, but. I think it's so important that we equip ourselves, right, to be able to be able to join in those conversations.
1: Absolutely. And and I would even say, and I, you know, kudos to your parents for doing that. That is a huge gift that they gave you. And, you know, whether you grew up with money or you didn't, you know, there's some basics that everybody should know that I don't think they do. Yes. Obviously the big dirty B word, which I'm not a huge fan of, but I'm going to call it cash flow instead of budgeting. Yep. Uh, You know, the simple... Knowledge of what's coming in and what's going out. And then another concept of which I am a huge believer in is paying yourself first, whether that's yes. establishing your emergency fund, putting money into your retirement fund, paying down student loan or credit card debt so that you have an automatic strategy in that in that way. But I think the biggest thing for me was when I went off to college and I had no idea what a credit card was about, but I knew that at Penn State, I could get one with the Nittany Lion on it and a free t-shirt. <laughs> Yes. But I had no idea that I had to make the payment at the end of the month after I had racked up all the expenses on it. So right. you know, a lot of the lessons I learned were firsthand lessons. And mm-hmm. so I'm not saying that makes me an expert, but I kind of learned along the way. And I think that's another part of this uh, you know, this conversation that we're having today in the sense of being inquisitive, you know, before you jump into the free t-shirt and the credit card, kind of ask how it works. You know, what are yes. the fees? um, you know, how to, you know, what is the interest rate type of thing? Um, maybe I should have even gone onto a huge website that I love. It's called investopedia.com. It's free. And I should have just gone in there and Googled. And at the time it probably wasn't around, uh, Googled, you know, how do credit cards work. Right. And thorough understanding before I got sucked into uh, the free t-shirt that Ultimately, after four years in college, probably cost me, you know, three thousand dollars instead of. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> well, and I, I, that that ties in so nicely with you know our one of our sub attributes, right? Is you learn something from everything, and mm-hmm. you learn something from everybody, right? And yep. so, whether it's you're learning what to do or you're learning what not to do, right? You can learn, you know, you can learn because you're living it or you can learn by observing and absorbing, right? And Absolutely. so for Absolutely. our listeners today, right, by you sharing your story, hopefully somebody has has learned and been able to say, okay, I need to I need to research what this credit card is gonna look like. Or right. I love that concept of you know, invest in yourself first, right? And so hopefully they even though you learned your experiences firsthand maybe they're going to be able to learn because they've listened, right? Right. And they are going to take that nugget away from today. So for those of you that are interested, do you um, you have a best way to get in touch with you? Do you have courses? Can you maybe share a little bit about that for a minute?
1: Absolutely, absolutely. So I wanted to mention that one of the reasons that I came into this business, obviously, as I mentioned, was to educate and empower women. So whether they're in a relationship or not, they can always stand on their own two feet. I personally saw what it looks like to go through a parents getting divorced and, you know, luckily knock on wood, my husband and I are still very happy, but you know, there are a lot of women that choose to become business owners like yourself and myself. Um, and that's a whole other financial, you know, game. Uh, there's some women that choose to be by themselves in life. And so what I want to do is create a course, a financial program, if you will, it's a boot camp that will give women most of the tools needed for whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s is really what it's ideal for uh, to get your financial house in order. So, what I mean by that is like, you know, we talked about the cash flow and paying yourself first, and how do we implement that strategy? And, you know, second part of that is like knowing your credit score, your credit reports, what, what your interest rates are on your credit cards, right? How can you start to develop a plan to pay that down if that's a priority? Um, and with that, obviously, is your mortgage and your auto notes and that type of thing. We also then look at um, how to protect ourselves, our assets and our loved ones. Um, And that's usually in the form of insurance. So, you know, we all know that we have to have auto insurance, right? If if you uh, own a vehicle, but you know, it's important to have a a renter's insurance too if you rent an apartment uh, or homeowners, if you own a home. Uh, We'll also go into investments. Uh, The difference between, you know, a mutual fund and an exchange traded fund, also known as an ETF. Uh, We'll talk about the difference between a stock and a bond. Uh, We'll get into retirement planning, such as should you be investing in your 401k or open a traditional IRA. And then I've recently added a component that is all about Bitcoin and digital currency, since that has made such a huge impact and something I'd love to tie into this being inquisitive. uh, Obviously, that came on the marketplace several years ago, and it is a big holding with millennials. Uh, And I just really wasn't aware of what it was all about. So I actually took a certification at the beginning of last year, uh, 40 hours of learning all about the blockchain and Bitcoin. And so, you know, my whole goal with that was to at least educate women on what it was and help them decide whether it was a good fit for them. Um, So that's a component of this six-week financial boot camp that I am kicking off in March. And we will also get into a little bit of estate planning. And while that may not be appropriate for the people actually attending the class, uh, a lot of us are responsible for taking care of our parents or we're starting to see our grandparents pass away. And so it's really important to have those conversations with our loved ones so that we know what their wishes are, where those documents may be. And so there's a lot of different components that go with, your money. And I try to break it down into bite-sized pieces, make it fun. Uh, Most importantly, the gals that have been in the past programs have helped each other get jobs. They've made lifelong friendships. They are supporting each other with business. And so feel free to look me up on my website. That's uh, melconsultingco.com. There's also more information about the upcoming program, Uh, the courses and the outline are there. The dates are there. Uh, you can register there. And, and by all means, you can feel free to reach out to me to learn if it's a good fit for you. And then I also, Misha, I'm very proud to be a part of, I, you have a podcast. I created something called a series instead. Uh, it's yes. called Women in Tech and Their Money Stories. And so basically once a month, I highlight uh, fantastic women in tech, uh, such as yourself. Misha was a uh, one of my key folks that I highlighted recently, and basically it is to learn more about their successes, obstacles they've learned or overcome, lessons they've learned, most importantly, to promote them, events that they're hosting, ha- and having them share their money stories, right? Having them share the things that they've learned along the way, because it doesn't always have to come from me as a financial expert and and to hear how entrepreneurs and women in general are learning how to... Uh, implement good points when it comes to their money and their finances.
0: Absolutely. And uh, it was really fun to be on that with you. So thank you. And I love all the different components that you're including in your, in your achieving financial independence course. You know, as someone, you know, I, I lost my father to ALS eight years ago, and then my husband lost his mom to cancer a year ago. And so we've actually had to live you know, the last eight years living through the the estate planning and mm-hmm. all those different pieces. And so you never know when it's going to hit, right? right? But being able to have those discussions and have that planning with your loved ones, it really is a peace of mind. And it really is a gift that, you know, you... Having that conversation with your parents or your grandparents, uh, the sooner rather than later, is really a gift. And so, having lived, to, you know, having lived that twice now. Mm-hmm. And so, it's something my husband and I have done very early on in our lives, just because, you know, we have two, you know, two tiny mm-hmm. humans. And mm-hmm. uh, again, it's important for there to be a plan. And so, I'm so glad you include that because I think that's a really, I think the insurance components and the estate planning with, uh, are really important components of your full financial picture. And so uh, really applaud you for pulling this together and I uh, really recommend the series to our listeners. Mel, where's the best place that they can reach out to you? I know that you mentioned melconsultingco.com, mm-hmm. um, but also can uh, you share a, a LinkedIn or your other
1: handles, please? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, LinkedIn is predominantly where you can find me. It's Melanie Husk. Uh, is where you can find me on LinkedIn. Mel Consulting Co. does have a business page on Facebook, but you know, obviously it's not the most important place to find me. I think you know, I like to keep business with business and pleasure with pleasure, if that makes sense. So I definitely think that uh, if you're interested in learning more, those are the two best places to find me. And uh, obviously feel free to email me at melhusk at gmail.com. Awesome. If you are interested in learning more about the program, if you're interested in learning more about the one-on-one coaching or how I work with clients with uh, investment portfolio management, that would be the best way to go. Obviously happy to offer an initial consult to get an understanding of what a, a person may be looking to achieve. Um, and to see if I'm not a good fit, I have a great professional network where I can offer some referrals. So I'm always a big proponent of trying to support not only the people in my network, but also anybody that comes to me. Um, and then I think that, you know, my closing point would be that You know, we talked about how to be inquisitive, I think, A, not only about your finances, but just in general, how to to grow as an individual. But I want to take that one step further and and put back to people who are listening to uh, this podcast today that you should really lead with how you can help others. You know, how can you help promote another business owner? How can you help promote an event of a friend of yours or help somebody get new business? Because ultimately, at the end of the day, paying it forward, what i I found comes back and and leaps and bounds for sure.
0: Well said, Mel. And such a great point to finish our conversation today. Thank you to Mel Husk for joining us today on the GST Factor podcast. And our focus today was the GST Factor attribute of being inquisitive. Mel, thank you so much. And thank you to our listeners. Mel, we wish you the very best and a prosperous 2023.
1: Thank you for having me, Misha. It's been an honor. I appreciate you. And yes, happy 2023 to everybody out there.
0: All right, everybody. Be sure to listen and subscribe. And thanks so much for joining the GSD Factor podcast. And I'm your host, Misha Blameyer Farish. And don't forget to GSD, get shit done.
1: Thanks for listening
0: to the GSD Factor podcast. If you liked this episode, please rate and subscribe us on your favorite podcast platform, where you can also find previous episodes. Let's connect on LinkedIn and Instagram. And if you're looking for more information on the GSD Factor, visit us at gsdfactor.com.
1: And always remember to GSD, get shit done. (laughs)